Good morning. It's Wednesday, November 8th. Here's what we're working on. Ontario is improving cancer coverage for firefighters and fire investigators. HSR strike looms after bus drivers reject the latest contract offer. And it looks like Babs is having issues with Siri. Got caught having a little sip there before we got going, we got going there. Well, sure. something warm because, <laughs> oh, right. it's chilly this yeah. morning. Yeah, nice you little slurp of something hot would be good this morning, wouldn't it? Yeah, you, you said it was coming, and yep. it, uh, it came, and, and it's, it's here. here. <laughs> yeah, when you think yesterday morning at this time, we were in the heat of the day, 11 degrees. Now we're minus three. <laughs> what a change. Oh, and man. you factor in the winds, it feels like minus seven this morning. So what's a cold start to the morning? That's the layers here today. Oh, you got the three-piece. Yeah, okay. three-piece. Very deep. Very warm. Well, yeah, but it's it's warm. It feels good. And I thought about that this morning. I thought, okay, let's put the three-piecer on today because it's a little chilly here this morning. Uh, we're only going to climb to two, count them, two degrees today. That'll be about it. But there is a chance of some mixing precipitation later on this afternoon. Um, could be some showers, could even be some freezing rain in the mix. And there is a freezing rain warning in effect right now for Kitchener and Guelph areas. If you're driving to the north, north of the horseshoe to the northwest. Be prepared for that today. So we'll look at the forecast coming up. A quick check on traffic this morning because this time of the morning there's not a lot usually going on and that's the way it is here. 403 and Waterdown Road doing okay right now. Just a few MTO traffic cameras and we'll show you the Red Hill Creek. So what we're looking at here, Toronto bound lanes coming out of Stony Creek heading toward the Skyway Bridge. That's away from us. Same here, top of the Burlington Skyway Bridge and then Toronto bound towards us now. A little blurry, but as you can see, Easter Broadie Road is still moving okay. So that's a check, a quick check, but we'll give you full details weather and traffic coming up right now. The news. Thanks very much, Brian. Well, the Ontario government is going to lower the number of years of employment needed for firefighters to access benefits if they are diagnosed with cancer. Right now, firefighters have to have 25 years on the job to qualify for compensation benefits when diagnosed with esophageal cancer, which is common among firefighters. In an announcement that's coming later this morning, the province is going to lower that to 15 years. It's something the family of Welland Fire Captain Craig Bowman has been pushing for. He died of that cancer in May after being a firefighter for 23 years, meaning at the time he left his wife Allison and daughter Alexis without benefits. And Allison said, um, you know, it's super emotional. She said that on her husband's deathbed, um, he held on for a promise, a promise that we would right this wrong and a promise that we would uh, protect, you know, his family. And that promise was made by my predecessor. Um, I, I put this in our latest piece of legislation for Allison and her family and all heroic firefighter families. And the benefit expansion is going to be retroactive to 1960. The Minister of Labour is set to release more details in Welland at 1130 this morning. A Commons Committee report says Ottawa urgently needs to change the RCMP's federal policing program. So the National Security and Intelligence Committee of Parliamentarians warns the key program has challenges ranging from weak governance and staff vacancy to poor data management. The National Security Watchdog says these all undermine the RCMP's ability to fulfill an essential role of protecting Canada and Canadians from the most significant national security and criminal threats.
Global Affairs Canada says 75 Canadians, permanent residents and family members got out of the Gaza Strip yesterday as Israel says its forces are now operating right in the heart of Gaza City. Around 600 Canadians are still stuck in Gaza though. Yesterday was the first time that Canada has been listed among the countries with citizens given the green light to leave Gaza since the Israel-Hamas war began a month ago. Global Affairs says Canadians who are on the approved list for crossing were contacted and those who did not cross today are being contacted uh, directly. It says Canada does not determine when or how many people can cross each day, but more are expected to be able to leave today. Ms. Leanne, her father is a nurse that refuses to leave the hospital, I heard that because of contaminated water. She was throwing up all night. She was shaking with a fever they can't control. Her father's next to her. He's in the hospital. And her mom is crying, not knowing what to do for her. And as they huddled together, grandparents, parents, children, and grandchildren, Israel dropped a bomb on them. 46 members of my extended family were killed. Families are also calling on Prime Minister Justin Trudeau to call for an immediate ceasefire. So despite criticism from families with loved ones in war torn Gaza, the federal government says it's been working for weeks to help Canadians and hopes more will cross into Egypt each day. We've gotten dozens of Canadians across the Rafa crossing, but there are hundreds to get out. So we're going to continue to work day and night uh, until all Canadians and their families are out of Gaza. This is a priority for this government. It's a result of weeks and weeks of work uh, in the region with our allies, and uh, we will continue to work hard. Um, how many days to, do you to, get the, to get the rest of the uh, Canadians? Where we're stranded in how many days? How many days do you think it could take to get all the Canadians? Well, I'm very hopeful, and uh, the, the, the fact that the first group got out is very, is very encouraging. Uh, I believe this will build the momentum to get the rest of them out. And Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says fire bombings at two Jewish buildings in a Montreal suburb are deeply disturbing. Police say the incendiary devices caused minor damage to the front door of a synagogue and the back door of another building uh, nearby that houses a Jewish organization. Trudeau says anti-Semitism is completely unacceptable and must always be condemned. He also says his government is working, uh, continuing to work with Jewish communities to fight hatred. Foreign Affairs Minister Melanie Jolie and her group of seven counterparts, including U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, worked to forge a unified stance on the Israel-Hamas war during intensive meetings in Tokyo today. So they're seeking common grounds, in part to prevent the war from further destabilizing already shaky security in the broader Middle East while maintaining their existing positions on other matters. The second and final day of the G7 foreign minister comes uh, amid uh, a fury of other global crises, including Russia's ongoing war in Ukraine, North Korea's nuclear and missile programs, and China's growing aggression in territorial disputes with its neighbors. Today is Indigenous Veterans Day, a day to honor and recognize the contributions of First Nations, Inuit, and Métis soldiers and veterans. A special day is set aside in addition to Remembrance Day because of the unequal treatment they received when returning from fighting. Indigenous Veterans Day has been marked since the mid-1990s. Part of the reason for that 
is a recognition that Indigenous people were not treated the same um, after they returned home. They were not given the same supports, unfortunately. So um, things like veterans benefits, so land grants, uh, pensions, things like that, many Indigenous veterans were denied those supports when they returned home. Military historian Danielle Tay at the Canadian War Museum in Ottawa during our Remembrance Day special on Friday. Morning Live Remembers will begin at 6 on Friday. And then on Saturday, Remembrance Day itself, CHCH will broadcast the ceremony at the Canadian Warplane Heritage Museum live, uninterrupted and commercial free thanks to the, our friends at the museum and to Kotec Law. The Remembrance Day ceremony begins at 10.30. Well, for the first time, Tim Hortons is launching a national holiday smile cookie campaign. The treats are white chocolate chip sugar cookies with red and green sprinkles and an icing smile. They're going to be available starting on Sunday for a week. And all of the money from the holiday smile cookies will be donated to charities and community groups across the country. I can get behind that by eating a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into sports now. And uh, kind of a slower night on the uh, sports calendars. The NBA scheduled no games as it was Election Day down south, meaning the NHL was front and center, including the Sabres in Carolina looking for a fourth win in five games. Shea, Shea, Natchez, leaves it for Ajo. They're running the weave. Ajo, Natchez, he does it again! Yeah, it didn't happen. Hurricanes extended their unbeaten streak in free hockey, moving to 5-0 as they bested the Sabres 3-2 in OT. Buffalo does get a point and continue with a strong push after a slow start. They come home to face Minnesota on Friday nights. Picked up by Point. Point feeds it to Hagel. Hagel takes the puck wide, goes across to Kutrup, scores! Well, a night after scoring four first-period goals, but giving up a three-goal lead to the Leafs in Toronto, Tampa scored four first-period goals, but held on this time in Montreal against the Habs. Montreal would make it close, but the Lightning end up taking it. 5-3. Tipped by Cates, now declare the one-timer, they score! So why do we care about a game between the San Jose Sharks and the Philadelphia Flyers? Well, through 11 games of the NHL season, the Sharks hadn't won a game, winless, including allowing 10 goals each in the past two games. Well, the good times are here again, at least for a game. Sharks <laughs> would beat the Philadelphia <laughs> Flyers 2-1 thanks to some stellar play by Mackenzie Blackwood and that save. The Sharks are with us no more. They sit two points behind the Oilers for the worst team in the league, and that is who they face tomorrow night. And speaking of those Oilers, they will not have Jack Campbell in the net as the teams announced that they placed the former Leaf on waivers yesterday. Campbell, like the entire team, Horrible start to the season. He has the second worst goals against average in the league. This after he signed a five-year, $25 million deal with Edmonton in the summer of 2022. He'll likely clear waivers and end up in the Oilers minor league team. Let's finish with the Blue Jays. The GM meetings are happening in Arizona, and GM Ross Atkins has, well, he already confirmed that manager John Schneider would be back. Well, it turns out there won't be many changes with the coaching staff. Don Mattingly, who was interviewing for the Milwaukee Brewers, uh, bench boss gig. Uh, if he doesn't get that, he will stay on his bench boss in Toronto next season, but also be added as the offensive coordinator. That means much to the dismay of many Jays fans. Hitting coach Guillermo Martinez will return despite the struggles of the offense this season. They also uh, added Carlos Feebles from the Red Sox as the third base coach. 
Are you ready for this Wednesday morning? The 8th of November. Yeah, it's a chilly start. We'll talk about the forecast in a second. We have a chance to look at traffic here this morning and traffic is still doing OK. So you're not seeing really any problems. 403 Waterdown Road still moving nicely, getting a little bit busier, but still no problems right there. MTO traffic cameras. How's the uh, St. Catharines area doing? No problems here. QEW Ontario Street looks good in both directions. Once again, uh, Red Hill Creek camera. Nothing to see there. 403 coming out of Hamilton uh, towards us. Uh, Toronto bound lanes doing fine at that particular spot. East of Royal Windsor through Oakville. And we'll just dip into the uh, 427, even though the video stream is frozen here. Um, and you can see it's still pretty light coming down at the Gardner and QEW. So nothing there. Let's get to our temperature. Now, we said yesterday morning that tonight, yesterday I said tonight will be a lot chillier. Yeah, yeah, minus three is the temperature right now. Yesterday morning we were 11 degrees at this time, so minus three winds from the north, and that's what's bringing in that really chilly air. So it feels like minus seven at the moment. It is a partly cloudy sky. Air quality for today. Low risk category both morning and afternoon. Nothing there for school today. We're only going to hit two degrees today. Well below seasonal um, easterly wind will make it feel even colder and there's that chance of some mixing later this afternoon. Could get some showers. We could get even some freezing rain as the afternoon goes on. So uh, low pressure system approaching us, pushing that area of precipitation ahead of it uh, to the north. They're getting snow. We're not going to get that. It's just that chance of some freezing rain later this afternoon. Bit of sunshine for tomorrow as the day progresses. But today six for Niagara. But look at these other temperatures two to three to one zero for Kitchener. There's that mainly cloudy sky with chance of showers uh, or freezing rain later. Freezing rain warning for Guelph and Kitchener. Look at tonight. Temperatures go up overnight. It's the temperature roller coaster. Seven, eight, nine, six degrees for some areas as the showers stay with us and then showers tomorrow morning. But then we'll start to see some clearing. Tomorrow's temperatures better anywhere from seven to nine, 10 and 11 degrees with some sunshine later in the day. So out the door, eighth morning of November. It is partly cloudy. It is chilly, minus three, wind chill minus seven. Long range in a few minutes. Annette, Tim. Okay, we say good morning to Emily Vukovic. You guys are all chipper and happy that Brian's saying the S word. Huh? It like hurts my gut, you guys. I'm He's not chipper. About, it's a what? season. He's talking about snow. Yeah, yeah we live in Canada. I know, <laughs> but like. Oh, I just walked in at the wrong time. I walked in and he was like, yeah, then we're going to get some snow. I thought Brian Wood and I were friends, but apparently not. It's like, didn't I can, you used to work in weather? Yeah, but now I can chirp on weather people. It's amazing. <laughs> Okay, because you, yeah. Uh, well, okay. we, got, we got five more months of you complaining about snow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's yeah. going to be a really long winter. <laughs> no, I'll try and be good this year, I promise. What do you got? All right, Barbara Streisand pulled the ultimate celebrity card. She called Apple CEO Tim Cook to change the way Siri pronounces her last name. Oh, I want to hear how they pronounce yeah. it. Oh, they pronounced it wrong. Did they? Very yeah. wrong. Oh. And, and I'm all for what Babs has done. Okay. Me too. Yeah. And I think you and I both know why. Because Bolin's pretty easy. You get that, you right. read it, you get yeah. it. Right. My Vukovic. name gets mixed up all well, the time. Well, yours is easy, but you do pronounce it a different way, so that's yeah. why. And yeah. your yeah. name, I don't know. 
It's a tough one. Yeah, I was I was going to say something that's not appropriate for TV. So I'll oh, save couch. it for the couch. We'll say it later. Okay. So we'll see it in okay. half hour or so. Coming up after the break, Canada's fishing industry top of mind from coast to coast, and an audit on EV charges shows a few short circuits between the provinces. It's coming up on 6.18 on your Wednesday morning. Canadian dollar is down 11 basis points in overseas trading to 72.53 cents U.S. Gold is down $3.90. Crude oil has dropped 59 cents, still below uh, $77 a barrel now at $76.78. Midday trading in Europe. Markets are down in London, Frankfurt and Paris. Off to Asia we go. Hello, Asia. Uh, markets are down across the board in Tokyo, Hong Kong, and Shanghai. What about North American markets on Tuesday? Well, uh, some losses for the TSX. Triple-digit losses. They had a great little run. Still some gains on uh, Wall Street. Triple-digit gains for the NASDAQ. Let's see how they do when the markets open at 9.30 on this Wednesday, November the 8th. Indigenous leaders in British Columbia are calling for a move away from open-net salmon farms. And the chair of the First Nations Wild Salmon Alliance says the chiefs have been in Ottawa to stress the importance of the federal government's commitments to remove open-net salmon farms from provincial waters by 2025. That's not that far off. This is all to help wild salmon stocks. The group represents more than 120 First Nations. The latest audit from Canada's Environment Commissioner says the Federal Fisheries Department doing a poor job monitoring the industry. Jerry DeMarco's report says Fisheries and Oceans Canada lacks the ability to collect timely and dependable data on what and how much is being caught, which could lead to overfishing. DeMarco says without reliable catch data, the department won't be able to set seasonal catch limits to ensure a sustainable industry. The report adds that as of uh, this year, none of Canada's 156 federally managed commercial fish stocks have been assessed for adequate monitoring. It also knows the department is 10 years behind schedule when it comes to modernizing its information systems. And another report tabled by the Environment Commissioner shows electric vehicle charges are very unequally distributed across the country. The report says the National Infrastructure Program to install electric charges is way too concentrated in a small number of provinces. So Canada has so far funded nearly 34,000 of these chargers, but 9 in 10 of them are in either Ontario, Quebec or British Columbia. The audit also found that there were no easy targets to identify where the charges were needed most or to make sure that rural, remote and lower income communities had access to them. However, Canada does appear to be on track to hit its goal of installing 33,500 charging points by 2026. Newfoundland and Labrador and British Columbia have agreed to share details on each province's growing hydrogen sectors. So Newfoundland and Labrador Premier Andrew Fury says his province is focused on exporting to Europe and the U.S. while Asia would be the obvious export market for B.C. Their Premier David Eby meantime says his province can learn about Newfoundland's process of using crown land for projects while sharing its knowledge around fuel cells and other technology. The sharing agreement is part of a bid to help the hydrogen sector, sec, sectors, that is, in both provinces become more efficient. Okay, we're going to take a break right now, warm up with some coffee or tea. Brian Wood <laughs> is warming his up. He's got traffic and your seven-day forecast as well. 
<laughs> okay, 624 is the time on this Wednesday morning, and we're already starting to see some volume here. Here's the uh, QEW east of Bronte. So you're coming out of Burlington into Oakville. As you can see, we're starting to get a little busier now. I mean, it's still rolling okay. We have no reports of any collisions at the moment. So that's moving nicely as we advance our way to Mississauga Road, going through all of this construction that continues to go on here. Um, actually moving quite nicely. And the... <laughs> Okay. Well, <laughs> we're playing with cameras here this morning, so let's just forget the whole thing. Um, no, just stay, just stay home and stay warm today because it's chilly outside. Our temperature at the moment is minus three, wind chill of minus seven right now in Hamilton. Same for Mississauga, minus one Toronto, zero into Grimsby right now. So seasonal temperatures this time of year. Uh, plus one for the overnight low, so we are obviously below seasonal. Eight for the daytime high. Uh, those are our sometimes records for today. Yeah, what is that in there? That's some mixing precipitation for the day today. Possible. So for school today, first bell minus two, mainly cloudy skies. But there's that mixing. We could get some showers, maybe even some freezing rain later this afternoon as the temperature sits around plus one. But we will climb to plus two uh, later on this afternoon with that chance of some mixing. Freezing rain warning, by the way, in Kitchener and Guelph right now. Temperature going to rise to 7 overnight tonight and then 9 for the day tomorrow with, again, chance of showers in the morning but then clearing. And it looks good after that. Uh, a mix of sun and clouds for Friday, Remembrance Day, even Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Temperatures fluctuating a little bit, 7 and 5 and 4 for the weekend, a little bit cool for Sunday. Let's look at your forecast. Annette, Tim. Okay, thanks, Brian. Imagine this. Having a nice quiet night with the fam. Mm -hmm. Drop a few bucks on uh, delivery for dinner because maybe it's like tonight. You don't want to go out, so you want it delivered. Uh, notification says food's here. All right. There's even a picture showing the food on the porch. When you open the door, it's not there. So you go and you check your camera. There's the food being dropped off. Yeah. So this is outside a home in Orlando, Florida. No. Last Friday. Ah! Look who took the food. The family can be heard later in the video just repeating over and over. The bear took the food. The bear took the food. Now, to be fair, the time code on that video doesn't show the family coming out until almost an hour what? after okay. the food was delivered. So, you know what? Maybe the bear was courteous and it just waited. Where is it? Yeah. Where are, there's bears in Orlando? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, don't you remember um, a little while, it was a few months ago, there was a, a bear wandering around in the Magic Kingdom. They had to shut down the Magic Kingdom at Disney for a day. Is there the forest air, forested areas in Orlando? Yeah, like... yeah. In Florida, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> There you go. Okay, we're waiting for a tea delivery right now. <laughs> All right. Picture says it's there. I made one yesterday. Was it yesterday? It was awesome. Okay. It was awesome. All right. Make me another. I should have not please. been awesome. So then you know. <laughs>